Oh, good morning this Tuesday morning. So glad you came back for some more of the Book of Ruth. It's a great little book showing us how God works, his wonderful, glorious purposes in the lives of very ordinary people like you and me and Ruth. And we're going to see some exciting things as we go through this book. Uh, so let it, yet again this morning, let's pray and invite the Lord to speak to us. It's a very rewarding little book tucked away here that we're embarking on this week. So, Lord, here we are. Thank you that your word is relevant and helpful and it encourages us and you speak to us through it. So this morning, Lord, in these few moments, would you speak to us in Jesus' name? Amen. Okay, so we saw yesterday chapter one of Ruth in the days when the judges ruled. Chaotic time, ups and downs, People trusted one minute while, while life was good and then they forgot the Lord and oh, it all went pear-shaped and then they turned back to the Lord. It was just like that. I hope your walk with the Lord is not like that. That's why devotionals are so important so that we can learn to, yes, to, to enjoy God in the good times, trust him in the challenging times. In fact, it's in the challenging times we grow most. Someone once said, reminded, said to me, and I've used this illustration before, stuff doesn't grow on the top of mountains it grows in valleys you know there's a tree line or something isn't there above which things don't grow we know it's true it's in the challenging times we grow in our trusting the lord our perseverance good word we we saw that yesterday from romans 5 where we saw that the challenges in life cause us not to give up but to persevere believing that god's going to bring us through he's got a great future for us so um here we go in the days of judges rule there was famine in the land we saw how god sometimes actually used famine for what purpose to draw his people back to himself they'd lost their ways they were just going the way of the world around them and it was only in the hard times that they said oh dear and they called on the lord may that not be true of us although <laughs> it can so easily be true can't it Life just gets easy. Oh, we have to bother with the Lord. Life's comfortable and good. God used this famine, was wanting to use it to draw the people back from just merging with the culture around them. God, in these days, as you're shaking the nations, God, would you be using the, these challenging times financially, economically? And so would you be using them to revive your church? We're back to Habakkuk, aren't we? We've heard of your fame, you know, do it again. It's an opportunity these days of economic difficulty and all the rest of it that's going on in the world. It's an opportunity I believe God wants to use to revive his church, us, trusting him more, demonstrating by the fact that we're not fearful and, 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 and lost. We're, we're trusting and we're, we're holding on and we're knowing God's presence with us. We're proving God in new ways, okay? So I believe that's true in our culture. So a man from Bethlehem, it's interesting that Bethlehem means house of bread. Um, I could speak just on that for a moment. Born in Bethlehem, house of bread, the bread of life. There you go. There's a, there's a Bible study there. Um, this guy... Uh, with his wife and sons, went to live in, in Moab, enemy territory. What's he doing? He's 
he's drifting. He he should not have done that. Not a good thing to do. He was abandoning the people of God. He what what you know? Hey, backsliding. I suppose we could say, couldn't we? Oh God forbid. We all know, I guess, people who used to walk with us with the Lord and they they've drifted off. That's what's going on here. He went to live in Moab. His, his name is Elimelech. I'm not going to give you all their names again. And went with their sons and they went to Moab. Um, and there we find that um, this guy died. Elimelech, he died. Um, and she was left with her two sons. They married Moabite women. And um, uh, her sons then died. Interesting that. You read Deuteronomy again and you find that you're not supposed to be marrying those outside of Israel. Don't know if I can find it. Um, bo -bo -bo oh yes. Uh, bo -bo -bo -bom. Okay. Uh, um, Deuteronomy 23. No one born of a, f a forbidden marriage or any of their descendants may enter the assembly of the Lord. No Ammonite or Moabite or any of their descendants may enter the assembly of the Lord. So, you know, it's this kind of being unequally yoked this is the people of god and um there they are they've gone into the into into into, into moab and the, the sons have married moabite women and, and and these guys have died but in all that we find the grace and kindness of god towards ruth and uh, we're going to find out uh, and, and naomi um so, the, you know, these people are really, really making some bad decisions. The grace of God can still work through bad decisions. Do you get any idea? Okay, so the high, I mean, poor lady. Dear, um, dear, dear, dear lady. Um, there's been these three funerals. Dear Naomi, husband, two sons. What an appalling time. Three funerals. She's, she's left there grace of God comes to her the kindness of God we're going to find that this word the uh, the covenant love of God hesed loving kindness that word's going to come up in a minute watch out for it okay um so there we are it's a pretty bad start to this chapter and then it says here when Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had come to the aid of his people by providing food for them she and her daughters-in-law prepared to return home oh this is great, you know. Thank you, Lord. You, that famine did it. Lord, people did. They did turn around and seek you, and something good was happening. And, and so there's a return of the prodigals. Oh God, God, do it again in our day. The return of the prodigals. You might want to pray that this morning. Family members, others that you know who've drifted off, just gone the way of the world. Oh, come on, Lord, restore your church, revive your church, bring back the prodigals, those who've wandered off. Okay. She wanted to return home with her two daughters-in-law. She left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Isn't that lovely? She's, she's oh God, God putting in her heart to go back. Oh, the kindness of God working, drawing, stirring. Please do it again. Then Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show you kindness. There it is. Chesed, loving kindness. Oh, this is the, the grace, the kindness, the covenant love of God. It's here in this disastrous situation of, 
of loss and confusion and mess, the loving kindness of God. Aren't you glad about that? I really, really, really am. Oh, light shining in darkness, loving kindness into sorrow. Beautiful. Isn't that lovely? Go back. May the Lord show you kindness as you have shown kindness to your dead husbands and to me. May the Lord grant each of you that you find rest in the home of another husband. Then she kissed them goodbye and they wept aloud and said to her, we will go back with you to your people. Oh, there's something good happening here. These two, they're Moabites, don't forget. Okay. But Naomi said, return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who can become your husbands? Go home, my daughters. I'm too old to have another husband, even if I thought there was still hope for me. Even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to sons, you'd wait till they, would you wait till they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters. It's more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has turned against me. Oh dear, she realised that um, uh, some repentance was needed, that she, her husband hadn't led her well that first part and they needed to, she wanted to find her way back. At this they wept aloud again. Then Ophrah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. Ophrah, sorry. Not Ophrah. <laughs> um, but Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Now, this is beautiful. Something's happening here. This, this dear lady, she's seen something in, uh, in, in, in Naomi that... that that she loves, I guess she's just sensed something of of of, of what, what of, of Naomi's journey, and she wants to be on that journey. There's a wonderful thing here of faithfulness. We spoke yesterday of perseverance, and here's an expression of faithfulness. Scott, I, I think you can say that the Lord was drawing her. She's a Moabite. She's got no right, and yet somehow the kindness of God is, has touched her life. And she wants to be on this journey. Where you die, I will die, and there I'll be buried. May the Lord deal with me ever so severely if, I, if even death separates you and me. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. Isn't that beautiful? Picture of faithfulness, devotion, loyalty. <laughs> Commodities often in short supply in our day. My time's gone again. There's so much to share here, isn't there? Lord... Oh, we, we love this story. Covenant love breaking into desperate situations. You plucking people from unlikely backgrounds to be yours. Lord, I pray you'd, you would stir us by way of remembrance, perhaps people that we should be praying for who either drifted away or folks who need to know your loving kindness in the difficulties they face. Lord, I pray help us with those wonderful qualities of perseverance and faithfulness and loyalty may they be part of our of who we are as your your children so Lord, go with us today and help us to walk well wherever we go in jesus name amen well i'm making a habit of overrunning i'm sorry see if i can get back on track tomorrow do join us again bye now <laughs>